Well, hello, and welcome to the countdown of the top five sins that will do you in from Brother Chuck's Church of Common Sense for the week ending December 16th, 2023. You know the sins, ignorance, arrogance, pride, deception, greed, laziness, apathy, and occasionally the eighth sin masquerading as the disease of hypocrisy. Which sins will make the top five this week? Stick around to find out right here on our podcast. Well, there's an awful lot of talk these days about the government's health care plan. Hundreds of single-space typewritten pages nobody understands. But the latest edition of the last revision has still got to be revised. And so far, the only thing certain is that our blood pressure's starting to rise. You see, they talk and they talk and they talk and they talk, but they never really say that much. All the time using those magic words, hope and change like a crutch. Should someone's pain be someone's gain? The answer's anything but clear. But we all agree that it's you and me who are gonna take it in the rear. So if it's true that laughter's the best medicine, well, it sure ain't funny what the government's doing to us. Anytime, anywhere, anybody brings up health care, it turns into a feud, a fight, and a fuss. Do we really want them bozos up on Capitol Hill? Deciding how and when and where Who will get what till If it's true That life is the best medicine Well it sure ain't funny What the government's doing to us You got town hall meetings With shouting and screaming And finger pointing and accusing About who's gonna pay for the hospital stay When somebody told us home a bruising the only medication for this situation is for us to agree with one another. Yeah, we're all sick of hearing about it, but we ain't real sure we're covered. Hey, look at that, what do you see? It's another politician on your TV saying, If you'll only vote for me, I'll agree to disagree. Over and over and over and over we hear the same old story. And the news media shoving it at us like it was a suppository. If it's true, then laughter's the best medicine. Well, it sure ain't funny what the government's doing to us. Anytime, anywhere, anyone brings up health care, it'll turn into a feud, a fight, and a fuss. Do we really want them bozos up on Capitol Hill? Deciding how and when and where, who will get what pill? If it's true, well, that laughter's the best medicine. Well, it sure ain't funny what the government's doing to us. If it's true, laughter's the best medicine. Well, it sure ain't funny what the government's doing to us. We 
We kick off our countdown of the sins that will do you in this week with the sin of deception in our slot number five. And today, that belongs to the healthcare industry. Yes, the old laughter ain't the best medicine anymore category belongs to Pfizer. I don't know if you've been keeping up with this, but the Dow Jones is on fire. As a matter of fact, recently, just this past week, the Dow Jones average hit an all-time high after hints from the Fed that they might make multiple interest rate cuts next year. Yeah. So the Dow is on fire, but there are winners and losers and everything, and the biggest loser is none other than Pfizer. Yes, those people that brought us that wonder drug Viagra have now reached a 10-year low after releasing disappointing projections for 2024. Pfizer's reasoning? They said, listen, people just aren't buying COVID products like they used to. So now, one of the nation's most well-known drug makers that obviously made a fortune out of the cootie that was going to kill us has said, um, maybe it's not so bad after all. Yes, COVID-19, which has now been hanging around for four years, may be gone. Think about the last place you saw a lot of people wearing a mask. Oh, there are people here and there and yonder that wear a mask out in public. And quite frankly, after seeing them without a mask, I think they probably need to keep wearing masks out in public, whether they have a disease or worry about getting one or not. But nonetheless, people aren't washing their hands like they used to. People aren't wearing masks. People aren't trying to stay away and keep their distance from people. People don't care if you cough or sneeze over food anymore. Yes, that's all gone by the wayside. And now one of the largest drug makers and most successful drug makers in America has admitted that people aren't buying the COVID products like they used to. When's the last time you heard a vaccine update? When's the last time you tuned into a news program and saw this many people died from COVID today? It's just not happening. And so Pfizer is at a 10-year low. What will they do next? Everybody that wants Viagra can get it now. And there are all these offshoots of Viagra that are a little bit cheaper and supposedly do the same thing. And some people who have used the Viagra have found out, eh, that was nice, but, you know, <laughs> I don't miss sex like I used to. <laughs> have we all been deceived? The cootie that was going to kill us all is not as popular as it used to be, and it has sent Pfizer stock to a 10-year low. Deception, one of the sins that will do you in here. Brother Chuck, on our countdown from the Church of Common Sense. <laughs> Ever since the big three got a little help from D.C., everyone can have that new car feeling. You'll get your best deal on your next automobile. Now that Uncle Sam's behind the wheel. Government 
that new car smells got a brand new scent Many times I have sat and wondered What my hard-earned tax dollars went for Well, finally now I've got the answer It's to help that wheeling, dealing salesman sell a car Yeah, you'll get your best deal on your next automobile Now that other Sam's behind the wheel All thanks to the help of our federal government Of that new car smell has a brand new scent Yes it does So since we're on the subject of that new car smell and the electric vehicle craze, let's talk about the latest that you may not have heard about. The new Tesla bulletproof pickup truck. <laughs> Cyber trucks. Yes. Not only is Tesla going to recall them, but guess what? The only thing you're going to be able to do with your new vehicle is drive it. You see, there's a clause in the purchase contracts of the new Tesla Cybertruck that says if you try to resell your Cybertruck within the first year of purchase because you don't like it, you're getting too many jibes from friends about the way it looks, guess what? You're screwed. Yeah. So what are you going to do if you're an unhappy Cybertrucker and you realize you actually don't need a bulletproof futuristic truck. 
Well, guess what? Tesla has in the fine print <laughs> an offer that they'll buy it back, but for a discounted price. And for the first year, if you don't like your new Cybertruck by Tesla, they're the only one you can resell the vehicle to. Uh, clauses like this aren't unprecedented for exclusive high-end vehicles, and Tesla hasn't specified if the rules will apply to all of the Cybertrucks, but at least they're out there on the market, at least for now. After years of delays, uh, uh, Tesla finally handed over the keys to their first 10, that's right, 10 Cybertrucks in a brief delivery just last month with the uh, Elon Musk revealing some of the highly anticipated specs, including the ability to tow a thousand pounds more than the Ford F-150 Lightning. Also, the truck can outrace a Porsche 911. Now, if you're the typical truck owner that throws garbage in the back of the bed to haul off, or basically takes a ride down Main Street to hear those engines go... I don't think the new electric Cybertruck is going to get you where you need to be. I'm just saying. <laughs> and it's all in the sin of arrogance here from Brother Chuck in the pulpit of the Church of Common Sense because that new car smell, it does have a whole new meaning these days. The number three slot on our countdown of the sins that will do you in this week on the top five is the sin of apathy. And an excerpt from our, we don't really care about anything but letting folks know that we care files. There was a lot of talk over the past several weeks about helping the Ukraine and Israel. Well, you'll be glad to know that the House of Representatives has finally gotten together and come to a decision. And they call it a huge bipartisan decision. The vote passed 310 to 118 with folks on both sides of the line, Republican and Democrat, supporting it. It's an $886 billion package coming right out of mine and your pocket, the taxpayers, and among the things it will do is give our service members a much-needed raise, 5.2% pay bump they get. It also includes investments to boost competition with China and Russia and provides $28 billion, which is 3% more than last year's version. What's not included in the bill is a penny for either Israel or the Ukraine. Now, as you know by now, this has been a sticking point with Republicans and Democrats in Congress as to who should get more money, if Ukraine should get any more at all. We've sent billions and billions and billions to help them, and they're still going on with war against Russia. In the meantime, the Israel-Hamas situation demands our attention, and there are those who are looking at the situation saying, well, why should we give more to Ukraine than Israel? And some saying, why should we give any more to Ukraine at all? But Israel desperately needs our help. So what does Congress decide to do? Nothing. <laughs> the good old sin of apathy. 
Hey, we've passed a bill. We agree. We're getting along. We're crossing the aisle. We're shaking hands. Kumbaya. Oh, by the way, Israel and Ukraine, not so much. (laughs) So sin number three of the week is the sin of apathy. And the good old-fashioned, we don't really care about anything except letting people know that we care files. Oh, we don't really care about anything Except letting folks know that we care Seeing our face on TV And have the world kiss our derriere We sit around and talk about everything wrong And just what folks need to do But when it's time for taking action We'll gladly leave that up to you Something happens We get upset Oh, we yell And shake our fist Always making sure the camera's nearby So folks will know we exist We like unrest Just because It keeps us From being bored And helps to calm our greatest fear Of being what folks need to do But when it's time for taking action We'll just leave that up to you We don't really care Now we ain't got no money We'll gladly take yours Cause we won't do no Jerks who expect us to show up on time. What are they thinking? And put in eight hours every day. Don't they know if we did that? The world's problems might go away. 
Just letting folks know that we care We don't care Seeing our face on TV There we are So the world can kiss our derriere We sit around and talk about everything wrong And what folks need to do Like we give a damn When it's time for taking action We will leave that up to you Cause we don't care Because we don't really care. We're up to the number two sin of the week for the week ending December 16th. Yes, that close to Christmas 2023. If you're looking back saying, where has this year gone? Well, you're not alone. Sin number two this week is the sin of pride. And as we look back at the year 2023, was it a good one for you? A lot of people say that it is. The economy supposedly is improving. Inflation is coming down. The stock market is through the roof. Yes. As a matter of fact, we're seeing record-setting highs for the stock market. They say the good times are back. The Dow rose 158 points just last week to hit a record close. Strong retail sales data was released. Continued faith from investors that the federal government will cut interest rates next year. That may shoot up home sales. So that brings on the question, if everything is so much better, why are things so bad? Because this Despite what you're hearing about the great economy, more and more companies are announcing layoffs. Just this week, the company Cruise, the General Motors-owned self-driving car company, is laying off 24% of its staff, yeah. plus nine executives. This following a serious taxi crash in San Francisco that they say was the fault of the automatic driver. Of course, you know about the problems with Tesla. We've already talked about that. Then there's Etsy. You've heard of the online marketplace Etsy, where you can find everything you wanted for that gift person, have it shipped right to them. Well, guess what? They're laying off 11% of their staff. Hasbro, been around forever, the toy maker Hasbro. They laid off 20% of their staff recently, as well as Spotify. The big audio company that was going to put radio out of business, well, the streaming giant announced its third round of layoffs early in the month of December. 17% of the staff at Spotify being let go. So if everything is so much better, why is this happening? Well, the experts claim that layoffs and firings are all part of improving the economy. Unless, of course, you're one of the ones getting laid off or fired, I guess. <laughs> Sadly, pre-holiday layoffs are not uncommon. December job cuts the quickest way to companies wanting to pad the balance sheet and end-of-year reports. 
before they have to show them to shareholders. A lot of this is done, sadly enough, so they don't have to pass out those end-of-the-year bonuses. So everything is better. The economy is headed in the right direction. Interest rates are coming down next year. And companies are laying off jobs. Merry Christmas from the sin of pride. Occupying the number two slot on our countdown of the top sins that will do you in from Brother Chuck's Church of Common Sense. Well, if everything is so much better, why are things still so bad? If everybody's supposed to be happy, why folks so so much better why things still so bad all you gotta do is to believe so we have been told things are looking up or at least that's what they say in all the polls all that stuff about hard times that's just a select few to be you Cause if everything is so much better Why are things still so bad If everybody's supposed to be happy Why are folks so damn mad If we miss out on the good times We were told that we had Yeah, if everything is so Why are things still so bad? 
so much better Why thanks to so bad Yeah, everything is so much better So our number one sin of the week this week on Brother Chuck's Countdown of the Sins That Will Do You In on the Church of Common Sense is once again the sin of ignorance. Remember, I've said this before, the government wants your vote. When they get your vote, they'll take your money. But what they really need to keep doing what they're doing is your ignorance. If you don't know no better, things won't get no better. Cheap gas. Why? Is it so affordable these days? And what does it really mean for the future of the electric vehicle? Could it be that the government already realizes that America is not going to buy into the whole EV thing? I mean, listen, we've already found out that the number one electric vehicle maker, Tesla, is now having to virtually recall every vehicle that they've distributed in the United States. Ford has backed off of their EV production. So what does it all mean? Well, basically, gas is still the determining factor. Three sites that will captivate you forever. Water flowing, fire burning, gas prices dropping. <laughs> the last one easy to spot countrywide. Gas cheaper than it's been in quite a while. So what is the reason? Well... Since driving a gas-guzzling SUV as American as apple pie, baseball, and small children, those smaller receipts at the pump go a long way to keeping Americans smiling. And the Bureau of Labor Statistics says that thanks to cheaper gas now, the consumer price index rose only 3.1% year-over-year in November. The monthly price growth is on par with the no-increase reading in October and lower than it was in preceding months. After months of sagging consumer confidence, warning inflation might be making the public more optimistic about what the future holds, a recent University of Michigan survey shows Americans have a more upbeat outlook about the economy. So why is gas cheaper now? Now get this. Cheaper oil is the short answer, but why is there cheaper oil? Because we're drilling in the United States. Prices have been falling on lower demand from China and the U.S. as well, coupled with more supply from increased stateside production. In other words, we're drilling here. So what that basically says for the future is don't be ignorant when the government says we've got to have electric vehicles. Gas is still the dominant and determining force in the United States. The automakers know it. The government knows it. And they're afraid that now you know it too. There may be something cheaper than gasoline. We just ain't found it yet. Brother Chuck here from the pulpit of the Church of Common Sense. 
Well, there's got to be something cheaper than gasoline To operate my internal combustion machine Why must I take out a loan every time I leave my home? There's got to be something cheaper than gasoline Have you filled up your vehicle lately? If you have, it's plain to see Every gallon that we pump out of the ground When the gas gauge gets to full My pocketbook's on E The price keeps going up And they say the economy is going down You know, we can talk for hours on cell phones And thanks to the internet We got all the information we'd ever need Right at our fingertips You think somebody with high intelligence Might mix in a little common sense That would save us a few bucks Next time we decide to take a trip, there's got to be something cheaper than gasoline to operate my internal combustion machine. Why must I take out a loan every time I leave my home? There's got to be something cheaper than gasoline. And I've got a iced tea, $9.50 a gallon. Well, I swear I heard that somewhere they were working on a car that would run on air. And I got to say, hmm, that sounds pretty good to me. Well, it did. Then I took one look at afternoon traffic and my attitude changed from terrific to tragic. Cars were sucking up all the air. Wouldn't there be any left for us to breathe? If cars could run on water, surely you know that order. Save our country just a teeny-weeny little bit. And while they're at it, you know it probably wouldn't hurt if Congress funded some kind of research to see if cars might be able to run on something else. <laughs> well, there's got to be something cheaper than gasoline to operate my internal combustion machine. Why must I take out a loan every time I leave my home? There's got to be something cheaper than gasoline. What about soda pop? Ten dollars, thirty-two cents a gallon. Now there's farmers that will tell you cars can run on alcohol, and that sounds pretty darn good when you stop and think. I mean, if we could grow the corn to make the fuel to put in our automobiles, <laughs> we might even be able to grow a little more to drink. <laughs> Be something cheaper than gasoline to operate my internal combustion machine. Why must I take out a loan every time I leave my home? There's gotta be something cheaper than gasoline. This infernal combustion machine. Why must I take out a loan? Every time I leave my home, there's gotta be something cheaper than gasoline. Why must I take out a loan? Every time I leave my home, there's gotta be something cheaper than gasoline. $10 a gallon sold.